In this podcast, I will inspire you to go past the limitations you place on yourself as we explore your infinite possibilities in the Akashic Records. The portal is open now. Hello and welcome to Your Light is Fearless. My name is Amber. I am your host and I am excited about today's episode. This is a Q&A episode. I'm going to be answering some of your questions, some of the things that you have written into my Instagram for guidance on around a couple of different topics. So I thought this would be a nice kind of interlude in between some of maybe the more serious ascension topics that I've been talking about. If you are interested and going through what you believe to be your own ascension process, you will know that I just released a podcast Um, that will be one part of a three-part series that I'm calling the Ascension Experience. Now, it's just something that I've been noticing that I'm going through that I wanted to talk about, which is all about how I at least am feeling the, the journey of embodying the spiritual transformation that I'm going in. So a lot of the f- the last year has been about gaining spiritual knowledge and wisdom. And now is the time that I'm going through an integration phase of embodying the information that has been channeled into me. I believe that I have started the process of a lot of the things that I have been talking or that I will be releasing in the next two episodes, which is about awakening our light body, awakening our crystalline DNA, and also how to embody the the spiritual essence of who you are in that higher self, who you are in your divinity on a daily basis. So I am going through, that's kind of where I'm at in my life right now, where I'm infusing and integrating the soul of who I am into my daily experience. I also don't know if you know this about me, but I also really crave and need in my life that balance of fun, joy, and lightness. And so although I can go so deep into the Akashic Records and doing the work of, you know, transforming limitations and all the good things. I also just wanted to have a more fun kind of light episode. Maybe this is not fun and light to you because I'm going to be answering some questions about how to connect to the Akashic Records and different things like that. But again, I hope this might be just like a little bit of a break into some of the more serious topics. So one of the things that I channeled last night that I wanted to share with you, and just to give you the context of where this channeled download came from, is again, as I've been embodying the state of my divinity in my daily experience and really allowing myself to pay attention to my thoughts and to my feelings and to the lens in which I lead myself through life, I have been opening myself up to 
in paying attention to how I'm leading myself through life, I've noticed that I still lead very much in measurement and judgment. And I tend to go into extreme states of operating where I feel very embodied in my divine presence in an unlimited state of expression. And then as as there comes a time when then I go through to the opposite spectrum, kind of experiencing the polarity of that experience of infinite presence, and then go very much into feeling my limitations and feeling self-judgment, self-measurement. And so what I believe to be true, and I did talk about this in one of my first episodes that I released, which is this, you know, the understanding of transformation is that when we, as we transform, as we are transforming, because that is what we are doing, right? In this human experience is we're given opportunities as souls to evolve our consciousness. So we cannot resist the expansion and the transformation that is our spiritual awakening journey. We, we cannot. Actually, it is a lot harder to live in resistance than it is to surrender to feeling the feelings and feeling your limitations. And so there will be times in your life where, yes, you're going to feel your divinity. You're going to feel the universe flow through you. You're going to feel very aligned and in a state of flow where things are happening in a way that feels good. And at the same time, what is also true is that as when we transform, there is in that cyclical act of expansion, there is the meeting of your edge. When you meet your edge, you're on the precipice of another rebirth into a more expanded state. So we have to allow our limitations to come up and to come to the surface and to be the witness of them, to observe them and see them and shine our awareness so that we can allow ourselves to view them in love and to view them with our unlimited awareness, our unlimited consciousness, our unlimited perspective that we get to choose to to operate in so that we can then transform. So it's actually a really good thing when you go through this, what might feel like a yo-yo of polarity of opposite extremes where you're feeling abundant and then you're feeling lack. And even that cycle is can be easy to judge because you can think, well, I've been feeling amazing and now I'm feeling like crap. I've been, you know, in a in a in a cycle of abundance and now I'm feeling like very stuck and stagnant. Well, when you're feeling stuck or stagnant or when you're feeling judgment, it's something that is ready to be seen in you. It's something that actually is not in alignment with your true essence and with your divine presence because in our divinity we are whole and we are abundant. And so Anything that is not in alignment with that is going to come up over and over again. So if you can understand this idea of as you go through life in your experience, as you go through life living in the consciousness of who you are, there will be times when you are pushed to the edge of how far your human 
experience can take you. So when you meet your edge, you're at the, the, the edge of anything. Think about the top of a cliff or the top of a wall or the point of when two point two lines meet in a in a in a point and an edge is where there's nowhere else to go it's a wall so you meet your wall and usually you're meeting your wall because you're in the humanness of your experience you're in the the level of separation of who you are you're not in your field of oneness you you feel alone you feel like you have taken yourself as far as your brain can take you. You have taken yourself as far as your mind can go in that level of separation from yourself, from yourself as a part of that that greater supreme source that you are connected to. So we live very much in our separateness and then we live very much in our wholeness. So in our state of separation, we are alone. We have to do it ourselves. We have to we have to do it good. We have to be better. We can only do it this way. It's a very limited way of living. We live like that a lot. I live like that a lot. It's our small mind. It's maybe living in our ego and in our brain. And it takes us, it, we can live our whole life like that. Many people do. We can live in that that limited way of, of living. And, and then... There's going to be a, a point when your higher self tries to get your attention, your spirit guides, your divine team, even your own frustration with that. And you're going to feel maybe like the world is caving in on you, like you need support, like you can't do it alone, like this is not fun. You're going to have a, a moment and a series of moments where you're looking for something deeper and more. And you're looking to connect to your inner wisdom. You're looking to connect to your soul. You're looking to connect to your higher power and you're looking to connect to source or to God. And in that level of seeking energy, the seeking energy energy is already your awareness opening to something greater than you. This is you taking the, that first step into expansion. In, in the opening of your awareness and the questions that you might start to ask yourself, now you are going through transformation. So when you experience lack and you say to yourself, what's more, what is the point of living life in this feeling of lack. I want to feel peaceful. I want to enjoy my life. You are starting to then call in from the universe the, the answers, the wisdom, and the experiences that will bring you to what it is that you deserve and that you can have. The journey that we are living in this life will include a level of suffering and it will include the experience of separation. And at the same time, we, as we awaken into our spiritual essence, we will be able to hold space for ourselves in the moments and periods of growth and suffering in a way that holds us, holds love. That, that we'll be able to accept and embrace the experiences we are going through to see them in the higher per, in a higher 
purpose, to see the meaning around them, to see that they are they are times of growth for us. And as we start to awaken into seeing them in this new perspective, we can accept the feelings, we can feel sadness, we can feel anger and jealousy and all these other emotions and we can bring our higher self into that experience and start to dissect that experience and not live solely from the level of our mind and emotions we can start to invite in the higher perspective the soul perspective to see the meaning behind and around and the purpose of what the feelings and emotions and mindset is trying to teach us. It's always going to give you a lesson. There is always a teaching moment in that. So when you start to then live in that, the energy of inviting in your bigger awareness, seeing the bigger picture, this is living in the art of transformation. And this is where the Akashic Records come to you because the Akashic Records is a realm of source consciousness. It is the library of your soul. It is your soul's imprint of consciousness of who you are, who you have been and who you really are in this moment. And it it stores the memories, the thoughts, the choices and the actions anchored in source consciousness, anchored in your highest potential, anchored in your divine plan and divinity and your and your purpose and your greater purpose. So you're always going to want to use the Akashic Records in your spiritual, in your life, really. And it when you reach this time where you're ready to live the art of transformation, that is how the records come through because it is a realm that you access to help to ask questions to help you see the higher perspective. Okay, so I had to get that out of the way. And I'm going to go back to the channeled statement that I received because as I am embodying my divinity as I am embodying a way of living that is more in my divine mind that is allowing myself to take action without judgment and measurement this is something that the Akashic guides told me they said everything I am I have now I'm going to say it again everything I am I have now Everything I have, I am. So sometimes we need to embody our dreams and desires to believe in them and to know that what we want, what we desire, what we see for our future and what we see ourselves co-creating is an energetic match. It is yours. That just by you naming it, you're claiming it. But to embody it means to to feel in alignment with it. It means to invite it into your heart and to not feel that your dreams are bigger than who you are. You want to stop putting your dreams on a pedestal. If you put the things that you want to have or to co-create in the universe with, the courses, the house, the, the spouse, the anything that you want to achieve, if you make it bigger than who you are, it becomes on a pedestal and then you are on a pedestal and then it starts to be 
a, a race of trying to get, of, of hustling, of, of not, not feeling that your nervous system is, is even able to handle these things that you want because there's so much more than you, better than you, bigger than you. So you want to take your dreams and you want to invite them into your heart. You want to know that everything that you call in, you are, and everything that you want, you have, and everything that you desire is yours. It is not bigger than you. Stop putting things on a pedestal and stop putting yourself on a pedestal to think that you need to look a certain way or be or do a certain thing in order to be worthy or in order to be able to achieve the things that you want. Achieving your dreams and and expanding in your life will take embodied action. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can strive and you can receive the dreams that you have in your life. and, And what happens is then they don't feel good. And when they don't feel good, you go and you start to chase something else in your life because what you're really chasing is something to give you the feeling of good. But what the guides want us to know is that you are good enough now. You are abundant and loving now. Be in alignment with that energy and attract from that place the things that are an extension of that. So... I can't help, I guess, but be channeling and in that flow state. But these are the things in my heart and my mind. So now I'm going to pivot to some of the questions that I received. Okay. So the first question, um, you know, I didn't get permission to say who the questions are. So I guess I'm not going to say who the questions are. But next time I do a Q&A, I'm going to ask for permission and then say who the question is from, because I think that's fun too. Okay, so this question. Can you receive signs, symbols, rather than clear answers or in addition to? So can you receive signs, symbols, rather than clear answers or in addition to? So I, so I'm assuming this means in the Akashic Records, but it also could mean you know, as we're maybe tuning in psychically or mediumistically, because remember, when we're accessing the Akashic records, we're using our psychic senses, we are opening ourselves up to the soul of who some uh, the soul of a person and to invite in the the divine spirit team that is guiding them. Okay, so Yes, you you will receive signs and symbols and this is common and this will happen usually with another layer of information around it. So the Akashic guides are really smart. You know, these are these are the guides. These are the the realm of ascended masters, teachers. These are enlightened beings. So they will come with their own divine intelligence, and they will work with the best way and how how they can work with your own senses. Now, when they drop in a sign or a symbol, 
what, what we need to do is lean into the interpretation of it because it's going to be usually more than just a sign. So sometimes I'll receive a, a crossroad or a path. If someone asks a question and I receive a path that's going to the right, or if I receive a crossroad, then that's going to give me a layer of information, but you want to go deeper there. So a lot of times when you receive a sign, you as the practitioner ask what that means and lean into if you're receiving a feeling, lean into if you're also seeing a vision in your mind's eye of something else, lean into if you're receiving a download of thought about what that means and what that means in reference to the question asked. So so if, if your client is asking a question and you receive a sign, again, this is going to tell you many things. First, what you need to know is, yes, it's very common. Yes, the Akashic Guides like to speak in signs and symbols. And what this is really is a metaphor. It, it's oftentimes a metaphor for the, the, chi- the channeled guidance. So again, com- some of the common signs I will see in symbols will be paths, crossroads, paths in which someone, so if someone's asking um, around the potential of a specific endeavor or path they want to take, and the Akashic Guides are showing me many different paths, which happens sometimes, like many different roads, I will know that, that it, that that person will be able to take many different paths and choices and that the choices they take are not as important as where that final destination is. Although we never have that final destination, ultimately, within a specific endeavor, if, if they show me many paths, it will mean that it's important for that client, for that person to take action, and that from that first step of action, that they will be led to the next path, and then the next path, and then the next path. Now, if someone's asking more of like, I don't know if I should do this or that, or what is the guidance around these two paths in my life, and if I show if, if they show, I should say, one path leaning to the right, then that means that there is one path that is more expansive and more in alignment with their highest purpose. And you will, or, or part of what, you know, I, I would have to probably sit with you to teach you more, but I, I believe that you would know which path is in alignment with the one that they're showing. What they're really trying to say is one path is in in that person's highest highest potential. Now, if they if if someone is showing is telling me about something that they're going through in their life and I'm shown a crossroad. So if I'm shown a, a straight path ahead with with then another path in perp- in a perpendicular line, then what that means is that they're on a, a precipice for a rebirth. They're on a precipice for a huge change in their life. So you can see how the signs and the symbols will relate to the question and then they will mean something much bigger. Sometimes I'm shown a key and that will that will be that it's very important to pay attention to one thing, doing or knowing or saying or or 
revealing one thing that's going to help them. Now, the other way that I receive signs and symbols is I get a impression of the energetic imprint of that person. And I start to see where their energy is out of alignment and where their chakras are out of alignment. So you might start to see the silhouette of a person in front of you and you might start to see colors or or representations of circles in their chakras or you might start to see blotches of light or you start to get an energetic kind of assessment like a diagram of of their energy so when the guides are showing you something in energy it's for me it's usually shown in like a silhouette of a diagram of a person and then i see i see light and i see color and that informs me where they might have a chakra that is very balanced or that is very expanded and where they might have an area or a trauma that is stored. And so again, it's it's leaning more into what does that mean? What are you trying to show me? And you just opening your awareness to more, to more information, more layers and levels. Okay, so moving on to the next question. And by the way, that was a great question. There's so much more that I can say on that. And I'm going to be thinking and including all these questions in my course on how to read the Akashic Records coming soon. You can get your name on the wait list on at Malibu Medium, my Instagram, and just go to the link in bio. Okay, so next question. This is, I really love this, how to use dreams to upgrade. So she said, my, my dreams are super intense lately. So what I do is I place a cleansed crystal under my pillow. I like to use clear quartz or amethyst. And you can cleanse your crystals by putting them in the sunlight. You can use sage or Palo Santo or essential oils to cleanse your crystals. You can put on sound healing frequency music to cleanse your crystals. Um, so you just want to put a crystal that has been cleansed. You, you can do this maybe with a crystal that you have charged in the moonlight or charged in the sunlight. And so when you put a crystal under your pillow when you're sleeping, what this does is it amplifies everything. So it's going to amplify your psychic senses and it's just going to heighten the, the, the dreams and the experience that you have in that dream state. The other thing that I love to do that I do every night is I ask a question before I go to sleep and I shouldn't say I do this every night. I do this a lot. I ask a question to my guides, to my higher self, and I usually fall asleep talking to my guides and talking to my higher self because as I'm falling asleep and relaxing and just getting into those deeper states, it's really much easier to hear your higher self and to hear the wisdom of your spirit team, of your spirit guides. So if you start to program yourself to channel while you're falling asleep, usually 
your dreams will be an extension of what you were talking about while you were falling asleep, or if you also start to get used to having your higher self talk to the beings that are around you when you're dreaming and sleeping, this will allow you to just really to be in a level of conversation. Um, so what I what I have the place that I've gotten to myself is that I also talk to myself when I'm when I'm waking up. So I like to consciously um, bring my higher self into the dream state and call in for guidance while I'm dreaming. Now the other thing that you can do is write down an intention before you fall asleep to call in a specific guide or to leave it open and just ask a question. And one of the other ways that you can help yourself um, maybe, you know, remember the experiences that you have is Right when you wake up, because I will forget many times what has happened, I like to write down first thing in the morning. If I had a really amazing experience, write it down. I've even woken up in the middle of the night many times, actually, and I write down, you know, channeled insight that I receive. So when we go to sleep, our soul is able to leave our body, and it does every night. It goes to any dimension it wants. It, it, you're able to, you know, go to the astral level, and you're able to astral travel. So it's a great way for you to reach the divine realm. So I think it's a, a great question, and I hope that helps. So the next question that I'm going to go to... Okay, I should have had this up in my phone before. Okay, I got that question. So the next question is, how do you know when you're channeling if it's in your mind or not? Really good question. So when you are channeling, you are not, the guidance is not coming from your mind but you are using your mind to perceive it. So it will feel like your own thoughts and it will feel like sometimes you could even auditorily hear, let's say your voice, like spirit will use your voice to talk a lot of the times. Most of the time when I hear, um, actually all of the time when I hear a, an auditory sound from spirit that's coming um outside of my like inner thoughts, it's my voice. So when you're channeling, you're going to use your mind to perceive, but the information is going to come from your divine mind. The information is going to come more from your higher consciousness. So it's almost as if energetically, um, the way that it feels for me is that the information is coming as a form of energy outside of my body, and then it's being dropped in either through, uh, through a telepathic download or it's being dropped in in energy. So when I'm thinking everyday thoughts, usually it feels like it's coming from within 
my mind. But when you're channeling, the information is dropped in and energy and your mind is where you are able to perceive it and then speak it. So the root of origin is not from the mind, it's from the divine mind. And the divine mind is usually felt and accessed a little bit higher from your crown chakra. So for me, energetically, the information doesn't feel like it's coming from the high ceiling corner of my room, it feels like it's coming from maybe six to 12 inches energetically and infused into me. And then you're using your senses to interpret and to perceive again the information. So you might get an, you might get a, a, a hot feeling or a cold feeling or an energetic shift. And you're going to know also that it is channeled wisdom when it comes with many different senses when it comes with maybe a, a, a quick a quicker heartbeat or a very loving essence it's going to encompass that so when you think a thought in your mind it it's usually very ordinary usually doesn't come with a big feeling it doesn't and also it doesn't come with a negative feeling so channeled insight will never come with a lower vibrational frequency it will come with a higher vibrational frequency and it's going to come from the your higher consciousness so one of the ways that you can shift to your divine mind is with intention and awareness you can do this by imagining your something in your inner mind's vision climbing a ladder you can do this by bringing your your energy and expanding it outward outwards and then you can do it by literally surrendering and opening your your chakra system and your divine channel which runs along your chakra system and imagining a, a point of light a line of light reaching parallel to your chakra system and then up through your head to uh, maybe a point above your head that's maybe six inches above your head. So you want to, again, you want to be open and surrender to your supreme power, to your higher mind, to your divine mind, to your to your higher state of consciousness. And when you're, when you feel that you've expanded your consciousness enough to meet the divine realm, Remember that you're going to feel the information drop in energetically. You might feel something. You might get a telepathic thought transfer. And it's going to be a coming with an aha type feeling. It's going to always be a higher perspective, and maybe a way in which you never thought about that. So you're not going to receive channeled wisdom from your brain or ego. It's not going to um, ever feel judgmental. Now, let me go back to the question to make sure I'm answering this right. How do you know when you're channeling, if it's in your mind or not? Okay, so I do think that 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 explained a lot of that, but I, I know that there's a lot more to say, but just for time's sake, I'm going to leave it with that, and then I'm going to um, include a lot more explanation in my course, because now I'm like seeing what, you know, what are the questions that you guys are seeking, which is really good for me to know. This is so interesting, this question. Okay, the next one. 
can the Akashic guides change their answers in the records? Okay, so this is how I'm going to answer that question. This is what we need to know in relevance to that question. So the question again is, can the Akashic guides change their answers in the records? So remember, when you are accessing your Akashic records, you have the Akashic records as a whole, the universal collective consciousness, source consciousness, okay? So you have all that ever is, all that ever exists, consciousness itself, and then you have your soul's consciousness and your your soul's place within that. So you have your individual soul's thoughts, choices, actions, memories anchored by your divinity anchored by your divine plan and anchored by your highest potential and then you'd have the actual information itself so when you're accessing your records you are accessing where you're at now what you're thinking what you're feeling and then because it's anchored in divinity and because it's anchored in your divine essence and plan It's the purpose of accessing the information is to know the higher meaning, the bigger picture, the bigger purpose, the lesson, and and the meaning behind it, who you are without those limitations. So in one level, you're going to access who you are now, what you're thinking, what you're thinking. So when someone asks a question and the first layer within the structure of a reading is to understand within that question where they're at now in their mindset, where they're at now within their consciousness of that question. You're going to reach that first layer of information, like where and why are they thinking that now on their human level. And then as you go through the layers and levels of expansion into your the higher mind, the the divine mind, the the bigger picture around that question, that's when your guides and your soul's divine essence opens it up to, again, the meaning behind why you're experiencing that and why you're thinking that and where it came from and how you can release it and how you can transform your consciousness and your thoughts and why, what was the lesson in that experience and what is the potential around it? So, so to go back to this question is how can the Akashic guides change their answers in the records? The answers change depending on where you're at. So you can have a issue of, of lack of not feeling worthy And depending on the question and depending on where your soul's evolution is within that issue, every time you go into the records and ask about that, the information is going to come from a different angle because it's going to come with where you're at now within that issue. So it's more not so much about they don't, they'll never change so much in a way where it won't feel more as a steady progression of information and knowledge around an issue or theme in your life. 
So they're not going to tell you one day you, you know, it's your, your soul's essence is an artist. And then the next day your soul's essence is, you know, a business woman. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to, meaning that your soul is your soul. Your soul type is your soul type. Your purpose is your purpose, but the layers of information and what you need to know is going to change based on where you're at now within your awareness. Because we always want to access your level of awareness now, that starting point, because that is how true transformation happens in your Akashic records. We don't want to bypass to what you should be asking or what you think you should be asking or what you think you should be experiencing. We need to lock into your awareness now because your awareness now is your reality. And in order to create shifts in your reality, we want to get to what you're thinking now. It, there's no judgment in what you're thinking now. It's more just in full acceptance. Are you feeling lack? Go into the records with what you're experiencing and lack. Why are you experiencing that? Go to the records with what are what is the thoughts that you are saying? What is the experience that you are experiencing so that you can receive from that place the expanded vision and version of who you are within it and without it? So the records are going to express layers of guidance and it will change based on where you're at now in your own soul's evolution. Okay. What what was your first experience like opening the record? So if you're still with me, by the way, thank you. <laughs> this is a long episode. I'm just going to get a sip of tea right here. Okay. I might have shared this, but I had... Um, I don't know that if I didn't have as a profound of experience that I did, that I would really be doing this work and teaching it, but um, it is my soul's um, purpose to to work in the Akashic Records and to teach the Akashic Records. When I opened, I know this to be true on a soul level, and I know this to be true because of what I experienced. So when I first opened the Akashic Records, it was after my near-death experience and all my aura was very open, expanded. My chakras were also very open and expanded. All my senses were heightened. I had just become one with Source. Um, My divine presence um, was activated and is activated from that experience, and I'm not the same person. And so I had a really good foundation set up, and I think it was all part of my divine plan. And so uh, something called me, and the Akashic Records will, will always call you. They will always make itself known when you're ready to work in the Akashic Records. And so I just got whispers from my soul. I decided to open the records one day using Linda Howe's Akashic Wisdom Prayer. That was just what I found online. And when I opened the records, I spoke the prayer and a voice spoke through me. And it was the voice of like, I had an Indian accent and I was a man and 
the the octave of my voice went to a very low octave and I felt the presence of this voice speak through me and they said we are the book of life we are the Kabbalah we are going to channel through you the book of life the universal laws of the universe and they 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 just came through with this whole you know intense download and they said get 12 notebooks we're going you're going to write a book and so it was a mystical magical experience to say the least and i i i was just i really was like shocked i was floored i i some a portal opened a door opened and i just you know got these books i remember ordering them from Amazon. And I just every day just would open the records and just channel them. And so this book is pretty much almost completed. I think I have another couple notebooks left. And what happened was um, every day was just this magical discovery of channeling ascended masters and channeling Buddha and Jesus and Mary Magdalene and Siddhartha and the laws of the universe and and different religions and so it's all in this book and it wasn't anything that I had ever known before and so I I'm still learning when I go back and I read I'm I'm learning from what was written through me so um, I can't wait to share that book and I keep telling myself that I'm going to focus on it um, but then, you know, to be a, an actual practicing Akashic Record reader and then mother and then, you know, all the other things I do, it, it's just I need to create some space to do that. So that's kind of where I'm at with the book. But yes, that so that was my first experience. It was so profound and the records came through me so easily that um, it it just made it easy for me to to go down this path to be a reader and then from there i've been you know working as an akashic record reader and i've been actually learning how everything that i know is through the records itself and it is through me asking my guides for clarity on you know, what's happening when I'm reading? How, how does this work? How does that work? How can I teach this? Like, what, what, what do I need to know about this? So I just learn everything from the guides, from my guides. So I hope you like this episode. I'm going to kind of close it up from here. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any other questions. It's really helpful for me to know where you're at, what you're thinking as I'm building the the course that around how to, you know, read the records and yeah, just have a beautiful day and I would love to hear from you and if you are interested in booking an Akashic Record reading with me, you can go to my link and bio on my Instagram at Malibu Medium. I think I'm probably going to just take, um, I don't know, maybe a couple more weeks of readings or, or just, you know, maybe the month of September and then I'm going to take some time off to write this book. That's kind of where I'm feeling called to go. So remember your light is fearless and have a beautiful day. I hope you enjoy learning about my personal journey with Akashic Record transformation. I believe that by sharing our stories of inspiration and transformation, together we rise. 
If you are interested in learning more about the Akashic Records or would like to see all my offerings, please go to my website, themalibumedium.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Malibu Medium. And please don't forget to rate and review the show. I would also love to hear from you. Please leave a comment and share it with your friends if you think they would find it helpful. Together we rise empowered. Your light is fearless.